The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a beautiful Thursday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here from the star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. Today we break down the Cowboys offense against the vaulted Rams defense. Vaunted. Should be a whole lot of fun. What was it? Vaunted. Vaunted. You said oh, vaulted. I, I said vaulted. That's whole I vault. didn't mean to do an L there. I have a new tray in here. Didn't oh, really work oh, out. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're previewing <laughs> Thought that. Thought you were slacking on your Black Rifle coffee. And that you also caught, true. You hadn't caught up yet. That is also true. Okay. It's a double double dip. I literally just closed the cup of or, or like the lid on top of this coffee. Are you so. a double dipper? Huh? Are you a double dipper? What are you talking about? Is, is that a Seinfeld dip, reference? Huh? Do you double dip? Seinfeld in, reference? Like in... Like into salsa? Yeah. No. No. Why would I ever? I, you, you said if it's by myself, yeah. You took the chip, you dipped. dipped. You dipped, and then you and dipped, dipped again. again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Seinfeld reference. Great you guys episode. double dip? No. No, no. no. You, when, once you dip, you get enough to satisfy. Only when you're by yourself, which is fine. That chip ah, and then you go I don't even think that's counting as double you don't, dipping. You don't if you're double by dip yourself. when you're by yourself? When I'm by myself and depending on the person I'm with. Yeah, a significant mm. other wife, yes. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not it, double dipping with anybody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Not nobody. not I, wife, I, I kids. No. I don't double dip no. even when I'm by myself. But I will do the, the final scrape. I mean, you know, like if you're by yourself. You're going to edges? Yeah, I'm going. Oh, yeah, that final chip. You got to get it all. I just go get some more. No. Okay. See, okay. All right. Okay, your highness. Second time in a row. <laughs> like yesterday, you're like, oh, I don't need the money. I don't right. need okay. to give up the baseball. Okay, your and now you're like, oh, I'll just go get more chips and, and dip. That's yeah, all. Like, yeah, I'm just going to. Two talk. days in a row, I'm Isaiah. not scraping that. <laughs> We're in a different tax bracket here, yeah. okay? Okay. My friend. Last year, we had the Golden Grounds. <laughs> the golden grounds. I forgot about the golden grounds. Those were glorious. Why? Why toit did you like bring that up? You why is that? Wait. You know how my brain works. You say something, it like triggers off a whole yeah, little line of yeah. sequence of movies, and you said double dip. That's fair. And I'm right there. I caught yeah. the reference. Something reference. But yeah. okay. Exactly I, I I don't know why we spent the first five minutes of our show talking about whether or not we doubled it. Don't I'm okay Yan- with it. Yeah, we talked about the Yankees yeah, for ten minutes yesterday. We could have we could have talked about it for forty five minutes yesterday. Don't be a sidler. Let's let's keep it real. Don't be a sidler. Ooh, another Seinfeld reference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see you. I see you. I'm not even like a big Seinfeld guy. Really wasn't big on it. Yeah. Uh, how we doing, everybody? How old are you? Twenty six. Well, that's why. Yeah, that's mm. why. I watch Friends and uh, like that '70s show. Damn I've right, you watch some Friends. of the other ones. Yeah, I mean, that's all. <laughs> that's all. Me and Rob watched Damn the training right, camp. Was Friends. was Friends. Wasn't much on in the room, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. It was Shark Week and Friends. It was yeah. a little bit of both. Pretty much. Uh, Shark Week's overrated. Yeah. Oh, Friends is not. We're not going to start that like, right now. Yeah. Mm. I don't know about that one. That one's that's a that's a risk. I dispute that. It's almost as bad as your ketchup take. Hey, hey I know. Listen, oh, I know almost as good. I know we're going to the offense today versus yeah. the Rams defense. But before we do that, before we turn the page, you know, turn the page. Um, the question came up about <laughs> J. Ron Curse and when he presents himself back into the lineup. Yes. How does that uh, directly affect Donovan Wilson? Did you were you guys aware that Donovan Wilson is a top ten tackler in the NFL right now? Yes. 
Leads this team in tackles. Doesn't really yeah. surprise me, but that's still number a great seven stat. in the league right now in tackles. Number two graded. Twenty-seven safety. tackles on a year. The number one player has thirty-one. Hmm. So okay. just an interesting conversation about how his Can snaps might be affected. Do you Who's number one? Air five. Air five. Pete Werner from, from New Orleans. Day one, Dono. Day one. Pete Werner from New Orleans. So. The the very interesting part about that was we talked about it the other day. I think it was Tuesday that we really dove into to the mm-hmm. J. Ron Curse and, and Donovan Wilson side of things. But it's not like the defensive line where you can just rotate and and you get these guys fresh in there. We were talking with Barry Church the other day, and of course somebody who's played safety in the league. I even said that I was like, why don't you just rotate the guys in and go back and forth and. Barry was like, no, 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 that doesn't work like that. You, there's a rhythm. There's uh, there's a, a chemistry that works from the top of the defense down. That's different than if you're just going at somebody because you have to know where to be and when to be there and, and and so on and so forth. So Barry was like, no, you you can't really move those guys around enough. So yeah, it is a question of what happens when Kurtz comes back. And how does that affect Donovan Wilson in terms of his playing time and, and the ability to put all three of those guys out on the field, including Hooker? Um, well, as much as three safety as they play, I mean, you can play them all together. And, yeah. and, and one thing that, that Kerr said yesterday, and by the way, he was full in practice yesterday for the first time since week one, uh, and basically was saying he's ready to go. That's what it sounds like. And he tweeted that picture of a three-headed monster, which I actually missed that on on Tuesday. And he was referring to the three guys, Malik, Hooker, Dono and himself, and his point was that they all complement each other very, very well. Dono is that big-time hitter, box safety guy, set the tone. Curse can take out tight ends, and he can kind of do whatever you need him to do. And Malik is that kind of that post safety cover in the middle of the field. And so they really do complement each other very yeah, well. I don't, I don't think you have a problem here. I mean, if, it, if you have a problem, it's a good problem. Yeah. But you yeah. can play them all together. I don't think you have a problem at all, even if it's a great problem, because um, – Dan Quinn said himself, he said, you know, don't worry about it. It's more or less it's figured out. And then you, you harken back to when they all played together in week one, Curse started, Donovan Wilson started. They both got a healthy amount, amount of chunks, a chunk of snaps, rather, with Malik Hooker prior to, you know, Curse suffering the injury. But it's basically just going back to what that was. You have Hurst like uh, Curse, like uh, Rob said. Curse is the hybrid, right? He's more so that linebacker role. He'll be able to delete tight ends and kind of play a little bit more freely. Um, lower than safety level you got Dono coming downhill setting the tone and you know you got Malik Hooker playing the center field role so you know I love Curse's tweet the three-headed monster it all serves one purpose so for everyone that's wondering oh what about Dono but also I wanted to add you look at and I'm sure Donovan Wilson's GPS is off the charts from this season and that's why he got some workload management yesterday so you know, if in fact Curse is back, and it sounds like he is going to be back this week, if you did see Donovan Wilson, for whatever reason, if you saw his reps scale back a little bit from 100% to like 89%, it could also go to the Cowboys playing the long game when it comes to Donovan Wilson. Because we keep talking about it. It's a long season, long season. You just you don't want to risk injury to somebody that important, especially considering just last year he battled a couple of injuries. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're playing it wisely. But I think, you know, and Dan Quinn, I trust. <laughs> so, who, who would you guys guess is the second leading tackler in the league? In the league, you know, in our on Dallas Cowboys, is, is it, Layton. Is is it Andrew, I go right? LV. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Wow, hey. it's kind of wild. How many tackles does he have? He has eighteen. We see. Enderish has fifteen. 
Read. Hmm. That's sneaky because I feel Weird. like it would be LVE. That's what I thought so too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting stance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. We can preview I just that later. That was freaking random is all get out. Yeah. yeah. That he's in the top 10. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised by the fact, but it's kind of what we've talked about. We've mentioned him every week. He's either flying around and, and making plays, but also giving up some plays. And then the last week, he kind of put it all together and he didn't give up anything big either. Yeah. He was able the, to tackle well. Yeah. The other thing Kerr said yesterday was he was asked, is this the best safety group in the league? And, he, and what's he going to say? But he, he said hands down. I mean, he doubled. He was like, I, I'll put us up against anybody safety to safety. What do you guys think? Uh, is there another group I out think there it, that I you're think, like, yeah. yeah, I think it's arguable, but I, I could see the argument for them. And especially with me being so close to using the E word on Donovan Wilson. <laughs> Give me a couple more weeks. You almost I, did it. Yeah, I almost did it. We're almost there. A couple more weeks and I'll be ready to drop that E word on Donovan Wilson. They're so. James money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Contract. I think he actually has more tackles than Derwin James as I'm looking at it. Oh. Well, yeah, James I think missed a game or two. He's been battling some injuries back and forth. It's just crazy we're talking about the safety position in, in these terms because yeah. every year it is like, oh, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they draft this guy? Why didn't they sign this guy? And now they've got three guys they feel great about. Yeah. Oh, and two younger guys that can step up here and, and get the job done while they're developing. Marquise Bell and um, help me out. What's my other guy? Mukwamu. Um, Mukwamu. Yeah, Mukwamu yeah, is probably either him or Bell are probably the odd man out in that scenario whenever yeah. Curse comes back. Especially Bell. I think he's probably in that conversation because he's J. Ron Curse 2.0. And right. so putting him back into the fold as Curse is concerned, then I think Bell would probably be that next Heck, guy. And they out. also have Tyler Coy developing on the practice squad. I mean, this safety unit is just... Yeah. Tweet, tweet Grand, like a tiger. Grand Canyon deep. Tweet. Done a really good job of, of revamping that group over the last couple years. Any other news and notes, Rob, from yesterday when the Cowboys were back on the field? Uh, just quick glance at the injury report. Three guys did not practice on the active roster. Dak, of course, who's still in the rehab group. And, um, you know, Mike did not rule him out, but he's still not to the point where he's throwing yet. Uh, so take that how you want to as far as this week. Jordan Lewis did not practice with that groin injury. And Jake Ferguson. That's the one. Jake, Fer- keep an eye on him. He did not practice yesterday with a knee injury. That's the IRS. one. Mm. Yeah. Now Dalton Schultz is full. That's the one. That's but the one. Keep an eye on that one. Hendershot's the one. No, no, when I say that's the one, I mean that as far as the injury report is concerned. I mean, we didn't expect that Jordan Lewis would practice. Uh, We didn't expect that Dak Prescott would practice. But we did not expect to see Jake Ferguson as a DNP on the injury report. So, I mean, it works for them that Dalton Schultz is back. We don't know if Dalton is necessarily 100% right now. But Peyton him, Dershot, as I like to call him, you know, if Ferguson can't go for whatever reason, then, you know, Peyton gets, uh, gets more reps. I get what you were saying in terms of the injury report, but now I want to go back to what you were saying in terms of you said Hendershot is the one. What did you mean by that? I, I, what were you leading on there? I saw your eyes glistening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, like, what are you, what like are you trying to stir that. up in the corner? Over I like there? his upside. Okay. As a what? As a pass catching tight end. Mm. Absolutely. He's a. Uh, Can he block? Shoot, only one tight end in the room could block right now. <laughs> Who is that? Schultz, a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Ferguson Fergie can, block. can block. Fergie can block. Okay. Fergie can block. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, when you say block, I put guys in the category of George Kittle and, uh-huh. you know, they're Jake being guys like not, that. So. Not all planets are the same. Size. I'm just saying, when you say blocking tight ends, those are the guys. <laughs> I'm I'm not all yeah, there's, there's some science for you. I'm going to compare them to. It's like saying somebody's fast. Okay, fast in comparison to who? I, I get um, that. 
So I like his Mars upside. matters. I like his. I like, yeah. it may not be Jupiter, but Mars matters. Pluto's not even a planet. <laughs> Pluto's <laughs> exactly. so far out there. I like his swag. I like his confidence. I like the direction he's going. Uh, you look at some of the opportunities that he's had this year. I think he's taking full advantage of them, and I think he's just going to continue to to grow and get better. You know what I love about Hendershot? Uh, aside from I think that he's a a you know prototypical. Uh, catching tight end, playmaking tight end who just can get separation like yeah. a wide receiver. So I love him for that. Um, but I also love his I love his his confidence, but I love that he balances it with the humility of knowing what he needs to improve upon. So good, great question, Kyle, as far as his uh, run blocking, blocking period, because I, I posed the question to him a couple weeks ago and I, I told him, I said, hey, you're one of the better separating tight ends that I've seen. Um, what's your assessment of yourself in the blocking game? He said, I can get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, I need to put the work in to do that. And I was, you know, awesome. kind of taken aback in a great way. I was like, OK, now this is a young guy who gets it and yeah. he he knows where he needs to improve and he's putting in the work for that. And I saw a couple of uh, improved blocks from him over the past couple of weeks. So he, he's putting in the work and it's slowly starting to show. You know what we say on this show? Use PFF only to uh, either back up your point or whenever they're always right. And they're always right in this regard. Uh, Jake Ferguson is an 80 grade in terms of uh, in terms of blocking. He's an 80 grade. Ferguson is. That's eighth in the league in, in terms of tight ends. So PFF's 100% right on that all the way through. Uh, <laughs> Peyton Hendershot, on the other hand, he's a 35 grade, yeah. which is like bottom five Not tight ends. Him at blocking. Yeah. Which is, yeah. uh, that's just not what he's supposed to do. He's, it's not he's, the same thing. He's Jarwin. Yeah, he's Blake Jarwin. Right? He's like, he's the younger version of Jarwin, and, and they're looking at Ferg to kind of be more of the. Yeah. What Schultz, Schultz, Schultz coming just out of college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Schultz is right in the middle of that, right, though, just, by the way. Just, let's just say just it. You know. All right now, Bobby. Yeah, let's just say yeah. it. Yeah. I, like, like I said, PFF's not always right, but I right, pulled it up just to see what they I had graded-wise. You know, they they got him up there. Give Jake Ferguson his credit. No hate on Ferg. Fergalicious. impressed me from what I thought he would be. He's Fergalicious. When he first showed up, I was not a believer. Fergalicious. But again, you know. He's he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's a good guy. That tandem, as long as that, if, you know, depending upon what happens with Schultz next uh, off, in the offseason to come, obviously we'll see. But if the tandem for twenty three and beyond is, you know, Fergie and Hendershot, that's basically what the Cowboys were looking for with Schultz Jarwin that they didn't get because of the Jarwin injury. So yeah, uh, it, it would be a promising tandem mm. to say the least. Mm. What? <laughs> What are, what are you trying to stir up again? I didn't say anything. Nothing at all. You're, you're so like subdued, but just chill, so man. what you're saying is Schultzy needs a Dalty needs Dalty. a needs a big deal Dalty. in the off season. Dalty. Salty Dalt. Dalty won't be here next year. Like so, mm. they could franchise him again. Say it with the chest. They won't, they won't do it. I'm no. just saying it's an option. It, it, they just it, want to keep it, his rights. It's also a possibility, here. but we'll we'll see how the unless, unless Dak comes back and throws him the ball. Every, every pass. And, and, well, not every pass. <laughs> every but. pass? Like Higby style? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll definitely Higby and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup style. That's the, the one-two punch. All right. Let's take our first break. Before we go to break, though, we missed something yesterday. Yeah, we did. What's that, Kyle? Our, our good friend across the pond, John, John Nelson, sent us a, a message on Twitter. I had it written down. I didn't have it in the rundown yesterday, which is a big problem. So I just completely forgot to go to it. But happy belated birthday, to Abby, Abby across yeah, the pond, in London. Happy birthday! Yeah, we 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 all responded on Twitter, but I wanted to get it in the show Absolutely. and give a shout out. John's a good friend of ours. Birthday, Ab. He's a huge supporter. We love him. We we love Abby, and of course, happy birthday. Hope it was a good one. And here's a little extra gift to keep it going. Right? Absolutely. She turned thirteen, 13 yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Happy all right. Birthday. 
When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, we preview the Cowboys offense. Can some of these pass catchers have some success against Jalen Ramsey and the Rams secondary? Plus, is this the Coop, or the toughest test for Cooper Rush to this point in the season? We'll answer those questions when we come back right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA equal housing lender credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys. Be sure to head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 22nd. Experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium with ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and a whole lot more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and for more information. Second segment here of Talking Cowboys, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Is this the toughest test for Cooper Rush to this point in the season, Isaiah? When you look at the film and you see what the Rams are going to bring to the table, I mean, Tampa Bay was tough. Cincinnati was good on the defensive side of the ball. Then you had New York and Washington. Washington had its own challenges where does where does the Rams defensive unit stand in terms of their challenge level to Cooper Rush in this Cowboys offense? 
It's a good question, Kyle. I'm, I'm not sure if I really know. I, I think last week was a pretty good test for him in this offense in his entirety. I think in terms of dominant players at each level, this is probably the best test that he's had yet. I think last week the defensive line and that front seven was pretty stout. Obviously the defensive line but with the Bama boys were solid. But now you're getting into dominant players at every single level um, that aren't necessarily playing well collectively. But you know that they, they can. Um, you hope that they don't figure it out against you. But you have undoubtedly the best defense alignment in the game right now, arguably one of the best ever. Uh, I mean, Aaron Donald, you go to the next level, you have a little bit older Bobby Wagner, but he still is smart, savvy, strong Bobby Wagner. And then you go obviously to the cornerback, to the, to the secondary, and you have Jalen Ramsey, who is still Jalen Ramsey. And it's not somebody that you want to piss off because he's if he's not having a good game defensively in terms of – in terms of being a defensive back and knocking balls down and then sticking with the receivers, then he's probably going to be tackling well or vice versa. And if you get him on a, on a good day, he's going to be doing both pretty pretty well. So yeah. in, terms of, in terms of competitors, like pure competitors, last week we had questions, are the, are the Bama bros, are they friends again? Are they playing together? Like, are they cool today? Are they not? You know, <laughs> this is a, a defense that plays together. They like to play together. They like to have fun. And they know that they're the best at what they do. So – We'll see. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be a collective, collectively better defense, but they definitely have dudes, you know, that he has to account for, especially in the box. And then if you want to throw it out there, you better know who, to, where the heck number five is at. I think it. I think it's going to be the biggest test. Um, I don't think it's an, you know, an unpassable test, but it's definitely going to be the biggest test. First and foremost, Aaron Donald. Um, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. <laughs> I mean, like, you got to account for him. He he can wreck games. Um, but walking it back from there, like you said, you have to account for the other superstars. You got a future Hall of Famer and Bobby Wagner. He seems a bit miffed at the moment. Yep. Right? Um, and then you have Jalen Ramsey. Now, what I will say about Jalen Ramsey is he's kind of been up and down this season in that um, I, I still believe he's – Jalen Ramsey, but at the same time, you've seen him get absolutely smoked in coverage for big yardage and, and big games. Um, but then he he bounced back. But then you saw what happened when he was tasked with making the open field tackle on Debo Samuel. He was like, yeah, not today. Right. So we'll see. I mean, he typically bounces back pretty well when he gets miffed. So this would be a bounce back game for Jalen Ramsey. Um, but I think the Cowboys can take advantage of and Cooper Rush specifically, he can take advantage of the fact that we talked about the offensive line for the Rams having some depth issues. Well, now they have depth issues at safety as well. Yeah. Jordan Fuller, hamstring injury, out potentially two to four weeks, most certainly out for this game. Uh, and for those that would look at the depth chart and they say, oh, well, Jordan Fuller, he's a backup. Well, not necessarily because since they've been having depth issues there, I think he played in, in greater than 50% of the snaps in week three, more, almost 80% of the snaps in week four. So those are starter numbers for the most part. So for the most part, they've kind of lost a starting safety. And Jalen Ramsey struggling or at least having an up and down season, now he's going to start questioning the guys behind him because a large part of Jalen Ramsey's game, a large part of a lot of elite corner, uh, cornerbacks game is – the guys behind them playing well. If if I trust as a defensive back, if I trust that the guys behind me are going to get my back, if I 
take this risk or jump this route or whatever the case may be, yeah. then I'll play more aggressively. If I don't trust that, I'm going to play more conservatively, and that's going to kind of delete, potentially delete the takeaway aspect of my game. So I think Cooper Rush can take advantage of that. That's a great point. Especially with Michael Gallup. Y- yeah, for sure. Um, Segway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, before we get to receivers, I, I would look at uh, the answer is yes, I think so, because of Aaron Donald. I, I'm with Nosey, and I'm with Isaiah in terms of every level, they've got a guy that is very, yep. very dangerous and complete player. Bobby Wagner comes to mind. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey comes to mind. So I think with Donald, it's not just the obvious it's that he lines up in different spots you have to identify him every play you don't know where he's going to be and he can absolutely wreck the game he's got the most tackles for loss of any player and it's not even close since he came into the league the Cowboys had six negative six negative runs last week against a really good defensive front this is a better defensive front overall Mm -hmm. in large part because he is so special Mm -hmm. he's a hall of famer and Gaines frees him up too yeah, that's Gaines, yeah. My U Dub fam, I know. It's <laughs> but but seriously, <clears throat> in all actuality, he does a heck of a job for them giving Aaron Donald those one on one opportunities because you can't just single gains up either. No, no, and and yeah, at least Von Miller's not back there too. So well, that's that, a positive. It, it helps that he's in Buffalo, <laughs> right? But Robinson's good. Obviously, Leonard Floyd is good, and I, the intangible part of it for me is like he is such a leader. Like you thought about what he did the last drive of the Super Bowl. And what you talked about yesterday, Kyle, how they've never had what a negative or a, a, a never had record a under McVay. Yep, losing record at any point after week two. They're going to be motivated not to lose this football game, especially at right. home too. Right. So, yeah. and he's going to be at the forefront of that. So, yeah, I think it's the toughest test. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I mean, the the first time I really remember mentioning it was the Chargers game in week two of last year, where you had guys at every level, yep. and that, that that was. They had like Kenneth Murray and then Derwin James and of course Bosa up front. Here it's guys at every level. Outside of that, they've got some sprinkled role guys like a Floyd and a Gaines that kind of help those big time stars have an opportunity to be successful. I think Ramsey's had a good season to this point. I, he's had his ups and his downs, but so does every corner in the NFL. Trayvon Diggs has got his ups and downs, and yet he's still got two picks. He's playing better than I think fundamentally than he did last year when he had eleven picks. So. I think Ramsey's still Ramsey, and he's going to be really good. What is the matchup going to look like, though, Rob, when you look at Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb? Who are they going to face? Where are they going to be? And how can they have some success against Ramsey in that secondary? If they are going to test it over the top and try and push that safety depth a little bit like Patrick was just talking about, is that Michael Gallup open things up, or is that a C.D. Lamb under the knee, underneath and then yards after the catch? I'm curious how much they can go over the top just because I think they're going to have to get the ball out fast. I mean, I, yeah. But, but yeah, I think what you just said. I mean, I think Gallup creates that opportunities for them, especially if they can get some, something going in the run game. That's what, The one thing they were able to do was be persistent with the run and then create some things over the top against Washington. So, and I'm curious to see if Gallup kind of takes another step like this week. He talked about how he felt pretty good after the game. And I wonder what that does just internally for his confidence in this game as well. You know, I, I think his injury. confidence is is pretty up there after what what he was able to do for the Cowboys. It was high on Sunday, yeah, wasn't it? It, it was high, um, yeah. and he felt much better mentally going in. He's already felt you know very well physically, but you know to get that touchdown and then to impact the game with those two downfield penalties called against the Commanders that helped extend Cowboys drives. And I'm t- <laughs> I. I kind of had a, a, a one-off 
walking conversation with Michael Gallup before the locker room opened up yesterday as they were coming off the practice field. And just jokingly, I was like, you know, hey, you, you feel like 100 yards on Sunday? He was like, absolutely. I would have had uh, on last week if they weren't holding me all the time. See, <laughs> there we go, Michael. See, that that's the kind of mentality that Gallup is walking into. He feels like he's starting to feel again like he is Michael Gallup, that they can't stop him, that they have to hold him to keep him from getting the 100-yard games, et cetera, et cetera. So the swagger is is – if it's not entirely back, let's say 98% back. Um, and then now you're looking at, again, Jordan Fuller is going to miss, so they have some safety issues. Yeah. Um, but you got C.D. Lamb, and you don't know if Jalen's going to be asked to shadow either one of them, but let's say he, he's asked to shadow C.D. Lamb, right? Troy Hill, who is a capable corner, but is he capable of keeping Michael Gallup from breaking the game open? Noah Brown Will seemingly will play. He was a full participant in practice. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that uh, fans know that as well, which is key. Um, so that opens it up as a third receiver. Do the Rams have the personnel? Because we know Ramsey, you know, he can be Ramsey. Troy Hill is capable, but the question is, can he hang with a confident and fully healthy Michael Gallup? But then it trickles down to Noah Brown as well. This could be a, a big game for Noah Brown simply because the Rams are running out of horses when you start matching up personnel for personnel. So, um, again, huge test, biggest test of the season thus far for Cooper Rush, if you ask me. But, you know, the Rams secondary, it, it, it can be had. How do they get after him? <clears throat> They have to beat them in zone. I don't think the Rams aren't playing much man-to-man yeah. right now. They're playing a lot of zone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to the point of Rob P, you got to get the ball out, and you're going to have to be very strategic as far as identifying what zone they're in, finding the holes in the zone, and making sure that you're not sitting on your back leg as Cooper Rush trying to wait for guys to get open. You're going to have to get to those spots relatively quickly because, as you mentioned, Aaron Donald correct the game. Mm-hmm. Those guys can't. They're going to be at home. Their back's against the wall. They're dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it just is what it is. Right. You're not talking about a team that's, that was good a couple years ago. These guys are trying to remember who the heck they were last year, and it wasn't that doggone long ago. I mean, these guys were these guys earned a ring, what seven, eight, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, eight months ago. So these they they just they're they're trying to remember who they were, get that spark back, and it takes a couple plays. It takes a couple plays to get your swag back. That's all it takes in the league. And a lot of guys are trying to find that right now. You know, Michael Gallup found that last week. He was yep. like, okay, oh, I got my swag. Oh, cool. You saw the little shake, shake the yeah, shoulders a little bit. Shake, okay, yeah. I'm back. You know, that's all he needed. Yeah. He needed that play. He needed that touchdown to say, okay, I'm back. Now he feels confident. Same thing with Aaron Donald and the rest of these boys. These guys go out there and you let them make a couple plays. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they're going to look at each other. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We still got that thing. You know, so you don't, you try your best not to allow them to get that. But I think Dallas is going to face a ton of zone. And they're going to allow Aaron Donald and, and Floyd and these boys to try to try to go take advantage of some of these guys on the offensive front. And the offensive line is going to have to stand up strong, too, to allow Cooper Rush to get the football down the field and be able to, to push it a little bit. I want to talk about that on the other side of the break. How much confidence. Do you have in this offensive line over the last three weeks? Is it different than the first two weeks of the season? Or is it much of the same, but we're just patching some holes at the moment? Because we've got more to come on the other side of the break. Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play, book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Uh, it's a marketing scheme. Good. Thanks I, for I, greasing this up, Beamer. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. It's a marketing scheme, and I don't really love giving attention to it, but I can't help but mention the whole first part of that just reminded me of what the smile movie oh, continues smile to movie, do yeah. like with sporting events oh, across the way we talked about smile yeah, we talked about smile. yeah that yeah. like horror movie or whatever's coming out i don't even want to pub it because it's marketing and they're just we're falling into their hands smart that's what that reminded me of the movie's so. probably trash but the marketing is fantastic marketing is fantastic what's the really last time you saw a good horror film like like a real don't get me started this, on is, horror this is no c's wheelhouse right yeah. here yeah so well, let's just not go down don't that open that then. don't open that pandora's <laughs> box we don't have enough time i know <laughs> i don't like horror movies Same. they're all funny they mm-hmm. make me laugh yeah, that that's exactly why. Because I don't take it seriously. I start. Freddy was I, real. I think it's hilarious. Okay, well that's a good start because Freddy is the goat. There's a couple of them that are that are really good. There's a couple of them that are like, oh my gosh, actually I felt scared. But the other times it's like, what are we doing? Were you ever afraid? Wait, of are, are we are we sectioning this off by generation though? Because uh, it ha- it the, newer, the newer the newer ones are yeah. much more like trash. What is this? But yeah. when you talk, start talking about the legends like the Freddy and the yeah, Myers, I didn't want to go to Voorhees and and the original Child's Play, <laughs> not remakes where he has. Bluetooth okay. enabled. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to segment yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I agree by generation, but yeah. also by movie. I mean, I think it's a case by case because yeah. there's some good new ones too. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I can point out some that you guys probably haven't really heard of. That'll <laughs> have you up at all night. Ooh, a little <laughs> back end stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are we going on a house this year? In Kanto, are we gonna do it? Are we gonna do it? I know he's game. Yeah. I would do Absolutely. it. You do it? I already sure. told you I would. Robbie's in. Let's go. Let's freaking go, Beamer. Let's go, Beamer. We didn't get that last year. Yeah, Beamer, Beamer, are you in? For what? A haunted house. 
Yeah, go. Let's Yay! freaking go. Yeah, let's go. Five for five. That's going to be some let's great go. Twitter content. How I can't about wait that? For this. Last year I got freaking shot let's down, go. and now I got oh, to freaking run, run the here. table. I'm for all of that. Horror movies, haunted houses. Let's I'm go. Heckman was not into it last yeah. year at all. Oh, and then you guys went with him. I, I was ready to go. I told Listen. you I would go with you. Hey, let's go, man. I got you. We're going to hit it up. We're going to make it happen. Talking Cowboys, haunted house style. If you want to join us, just we have come to record on. this. Somebody if you to, yeah, listen we'll make it and have a yeah. haunted house, we'll do a Blair Witch Yeah, style, there you go. Uh, it, it better make me Beamer. Jump. Talk I, to I'm talk so to legal, see who, how we can get this on <laughs> film. Yeah. I get so oh, disappointed man. when haunted houses don't don't actually. Have you ever swung me. on somebody in a haunted house? No, I, no, I haven't. I haven't done that mm-hmm. one. Like it was. Almost, I swear, I've squared up. I've squared up. I've squared up. They touched me in the fair game. Fair game. Not supposed to touch. Exactly. Don't you sneak up to me like that. You can sneak up on me. Don't touch me. There's there's one in particular that uh, haunted house in uh, New Orleans um, that's, oh, that's getting quite real. literally yeah, attached to a, a, like a real cemetery and I, some I of them you have to sign waivers I highly, you have to sign a waiver yeah. for that See, the I best, highly recommend it best one I've done was in London we, we did the London game when I was I playing for that. New England and London, I went with Meriwether yeah. and London Will Height right oh dude we, we almost we London got in a fight the right energy for that Actors, they cross the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mary, you remember you remember Brandon Merriweather, yeah. safety. Yeah. Somebody reached over and touched him like from the top of the cage, and he two pieced him in the face. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and the rest of the time, we went through the haunted house. They were like, "Don't hit us! Don't hit us!" <laughs> <laughs> Gave him the top it was hilarious. I <laughs> two piece of the biscuit. Oh man. Okay. Well, it's October sixth. You're too we're close about this. Yeah, we, we got, got we got, got a whole month. You're too close, man. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. All right. Offensive line confidence meter right now. Patrick Walker, where is your confidence meter for the Cowboys offensive front, especially going up against the Rams? Are we scaling one to ten? Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> well, that's two different things. <laughs> confidence in oh, them no, 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 my versus confidence okay. in them going against Give the Rams. Give me confidence in them, period. Oh, confidence in them, period, with Jason Peters in the mix. Sure. Um, Tyler Smith playing like he's playing. Uh, questions on Tyler B. How many snaps did he I'd, I'd say a solid, solid eight. Mm. Well, it sounded like you wanted to say seven. I was going to say seven. I gave him eight. I gave him extra credit. I gave him eight. Because, Why is that? Because Tyler is a rookie and he's playing out of his mind. And, playing really well. And Jason Peters looks like he's going to be ramping up to you know start left guard here soon, hopefully. Um, now you only got six more snaps, right? Right. Second, but, <laughs> got one and a half times more snaps. <laughs> seven snaps to perspective be percentages. Um, but the. Now, the second part of this is my confidence in them going against Aaron Donald and those mm. guys. Okay, well, then it drops down to a six, right? It drops down to a six because Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. We talk about Leonard Floyd and some of these other guys. Um, and, and my question mark is not on Tyler Smith. Uh, he still has some some uh, some things to prove, but he's proven enough for me to be confident in him. Who, who's making but, your scale drop? McGovern. Okay, so you think Aaron Donald's going to line up against McGovern? No, no, no. I, I think that if McGovern starts, because McGovern was an unexpected appearance last week, and he's coming. He, like McCarthy said, he is, he did kind of play like he was coming off of a high ankle sprain. He didn't have his anchor set, and so if the Cowboys are going to start McGovern again this week, and we'll find out. But if that's the case, then McVeigh is going to target that. So, Can I ask you a more specific question. Yeah, what's your confidence meter with Aaron Donald versus Zach Martin? <laughs> Zach is Zach. I mean, that, I, that's the unstoppable force versus the immovable so is that, object. Is that a 10? And I'm taking the immovable object in Zach Martin. Is that a 10? That's a, in Zach Martin? Mm-hmm. 9.8. <laughs> 9.8. Because Aaron is still Aaron, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I'd probably say an 8. Because yeah, I'm not going to disrespect, yeah, disrespect Aaron like that. But yeah. Zach is Zach. That is quite literally like. Mm. So Zach's winning 7 out of 10. 
Mm. Uh, yeah. Eight out of ten to your yeah sure yeah, yeah. I would say that's I, about I'm, right. I, I, I down that hill because if after the game it turns out that's not the case. I still wouldn't regret it because it's Zach Martin. And I know that that's Aaron freaking Donald. Again, a movable object, unstoppable force. Something has to give. Do you think Zach Martin wouldn't win eight of ten battles? I think about it when you look at it. We're talking about perspective. Yeah. Aaron Donald, greatest defensive lineman ever? He's up there. He's, he's in the conversation. There. Zach Martin, greatest offensive lineman ever? Uh, he's Not named Larry Allen. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm not, I not, know that. Not, so not named Larry Allen. So I'm, I'm just saying, you look at the best, not named arguably Larry the best Allen. defensive lineman ever versus a, a really good offensive lineman. Yeah. Two future uh, Hall of Famers. You got to say more than Zach, really good. Okay. But we can't. Like him, I said. But you can't put him in. Outside of Larry Allen. Okay. Outside of Larry Allen, I could argue that it would be Zach I just can't give it to him. Eight out of ten. I love the confidence. I don't know if I'm that high on it. I I can't give him eight out of ten. really, like, I mean. I'm going to give them 50-50. I give it five. You call it it a stalemate. I call it a stalemate. That scares me. Aaron Donald wins some. Zach Martin wins some. That's that's that's, kind of the history of their matchups. So, to me, anytime you play Aaron Donald, it's a coin flip. (laughs) No matter who it is. But would you say five, two? Or 50? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go higher than five because it's Zach. But it's I don't I don't have great confidence against anybody against Aaron Donald sure. on a consistent basis because he's too dangerous. But how can you give Zach the Zach advantage? is the only one I have. I didn't give him. The I advantage. have a ton. And of you confidence. said you go higher than five. Fine, I'll go five. Mm. I'll go five. Yeah, Zach is the only one I have a ton of confidence mm. in. I have a ton of Aaron confidence Donald. in him too, but it's still Aaron Donald. Right. And that's why I didn't say a ten. But I give. <laughs> but it's a five against Aaron Donald against Zach Martin. Too. Just, I, but that's, the problem is though that he's not going to be. He's they're going to move him. They move around. him. They're going to put him on. That's what's on the Which goes to my point. So yeah. if McGovern is the starter, then they're going to target McGovern and Beatish, and that's why I'm hoping that Jason Peters is ramped up fully enough to the point where he can start this game because now you're talking about a Hall of Famer there. I agree. Versus a Hall of I agree. No matter what side he wants to go to, he has to face some right. somebody real. Right. No doubt. I wonder now, when we talked about that. I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. I can't remember yeah. that. Some um, guy said it. Yeah, somebody said that early on. Yeah. Some um, Mariners fan. So, for, first <laughs> off, I, I think that's a great question. Who do you think wins more battles? Give us uh, – send it to us on Twitter. I mean, I, at I yeah. Am Standback, Tap at Rob in. Phillips, at Voice of the Star, at Kyle underscore Yeomans. Tap into the conversation because I'm really interested in what you guys yeah. think there too because – we're, we have confidence in Zach Martin. Ten. That's not the confidence meter. That's not the kicker. It's just how good Aaron Donald is. <laughs> so how do you scheme around him? Is there it's, a it's way almost, to scheme around him? It's almost like he decides when he wants to make a play. Yeah, he says, like, yeah, okay, this is about time. Right, you know, you get the, I, I get that sense. You know, it's not to Micah say somebody's not too. playing as hard as they can, but it's like there's some plays where he's just like, okay, I'm going to do this. That's my responsibility. And there's other plays he's like, oh, we need to play? All right. Here I am. You can't really. <laughs> it's just but yeah. Mike, front side, the same thing. Yeah. and we'll we'll see it in film room. Yeah. And it's just like sometimes on there's plays that you get him to go backside on a play, and you wall him off, and you're like, oh, I did my job as offensive lineman. I made him go backside, and he's like, huh, not so fast, my friend. Right. Swerve on you, and he just freaking makes a tackle, or he runs down the backside of the line if you think you had him on the backside, and he still grabs the ankles of your of your running back. He just walks back to the huddle. Nobody. It wasn't a big hit. wasn't anything like that. But he still impacted that play in a tremendous way. And then you have the big plays where it's just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. why did he just do that to that guy? He just disrespected him. He's always going to have those. 
Yeah. He's dangerous. He's a beast. And I know there's a lot of people that are homers and big time. And I get it. Rep your team, rep the Cowboys, all yeah, that okay, jazz. But, 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 but I'm saying, but like, come on now. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be yeah, realistic about what you're, what's going, what you're about to do with here. Which is what I, I, my answer to that is you, you can't scheme to stop Aaron Donald. No. It's not a thing. But can they move him but around? But you can scheme to slow him down. Can you? Yes, you can. Because if you, if you start enacting, if you can be effective at burning the edge, edges on your runs, if you can be effective at some quick bubbles and things like that, which you can then treat as like quasi, you know, uh, run plays and things like that, then you're now having him. You're, you're kind of giving up the middle because you're like, okay, we kind of we're letting you in so we can attack these edges. And but he eventually, plays DN too. But listen, but eventually. In certain sets, he does. You're right. But then what my, my point is, that's going to slow him down from pinning his ears back to going after Rush. And then that starts to impact itself over and over again in the game. And it builds. So now Aaron Donald, bubble, quick out, bubble, edge burn, edge burn, and run plays-wise. Sooner or later, he starts to say, okay, well, they're not just going to let me just tee off on this guy. So I'm going to play a little bit laterally more. Okay, well, now that he's playing a little bit laterally, he's cheating laterally, run up the middle. And then now he's like, oh, okay, I'm ready. They're running up the middle. I'm going to get back in here, three tech, and I'm ready to go. And then burn it again. You just, it it's sounds good. him. But right, of course, it sounds good. Yeah. This is how you scheme to do it. You can't scheme to stop him, but you can scheme to keep him off balance. Sure. And then it comes to the execution. Now, once you have him off balance, if you can get him off balance. Now you have to make sure you execute and create these lanes and take advantage of it and then set up for the downfield playing things like I would that. agree if he stayed in one spot. Right, fair enough. If he stayed in one spot, I would agree with you. Fair enough. But the fact is, every time you break the huddle with your scheme to go against him, right, you're in your head, this play is for him playing at, at a defensive end. All right, boom, break the huddle. Crap, he's at tackle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or crap, he's backside. So that's why I'm well, saying, like, it, it's, you Rush. can't. That goes to Cooper Rush as far as mm. how much Actually, freedom does Cooper yeah. how much freedom does Cooper Rush have to recognize pre snap and say okay well we're we're going to scheme him going into the game as the three or the nose or whatever but they came out of the huddle with him at the five how much freedom does Cooper Rush have to say you okay check out of this et cetera, et cetera. It's, they say that he's got about this I don't know if he has the same amount as Dak but a considerable amount and that's one thing the 49ers talked about after the game on Monday night was they they would change. Pre snap, if they see him, right. identify him first, yeah, and then right. and maybe we're going a different direction. <laughs> so you're not identifying yes. the safeties, you're identifying Aaron Donald. Yes. Which goes back to yes, <laughs> this is the biggest test for Cooper Rush of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. I think I, it is. Yeah. It, to this point, this is the toughest test, maybe the toughest test of his starting career. I mean, going even more so than that Minnesota defense last year. I, this is the test this, for Cooper Rush. I worry about him this game, Cooper. Rush. Cooper, especially Ooh. coming off of the two non-interceptions of last week. Mm-hmm. We saw what the interior defensive rush did to him and his focus last week and his ability mm-hmm. to deliver good balls. He delivered some good balls, but he had some errant throws as well because he had happy feet. He, we talked about it in, in there. He was sitting. Yeah. He was he was throwing off his back leg. He wasn't transferring his right way. after the pick. Absolutely, both, both right. Picks. Both picks would be picks were off his back foot. Yeah, absolutely, and that's because of the internal pressure from the Bama boys. Okay, so now you have Aaron Donald. So where's his focus? Is he going to be looking at the defensive line or is he going to be looking at the secondary reading coverages? Mm-hmm. That's what I worry about with Cooper Rush. Ooh. I want to dive deeper into that tomorrow. It's 5%. I think. Mm-hmm. Say, it, say it with your chest Friday is going to be a whole lot of fun. Ooh, Kim, I got to do some push-ups. We got to do, yeah, gotta get some in there, man. Uh, we've got predictions tomorrow. You can give us a call. Be a part of the Fan Pick'em segment, 888-855-2297. We'll give you your matchups. We'll tell you how you can win some money on DraftKings. We've got a whole... Big mess of stuff tomorrow. Get in there and get ready. 
and tweet to us at all of us yeah. which haunted house we should go to. Yeah, Facts. yeah. Let us know mm. what haunted yeah. haunted house. And we'll, I'm so excited. Uh, about make sure it's on good. Board. This is good. Don't wear white. Don't wear your tighty whitey. Bourgeois about my horror and haunted. So please make sure it's good because I'm just I nitpick and I need to be scare me, please. There you go. Like if I want to go to a comedy show, I'll go to a comedy show. Like I pay to be scared. So challenges out there. Scare me. I didn't say that. There's a lot of talking cowboys. all no see. Robbie's gonna be the middle holding on everybody's shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Go light on me. <laughs> That's a good way to end this show, gentlemen. For Chris Beam, for Rob Phillips, for Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. Special thanks to our friends at Black Rifle Coffee Company. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!